What's up, guys, and welcome back to Beyond the Void Horror Podcast. We got Starlight coming down right now to get some dollar bills from those lucky ladies and gentlemen. I'm just kidding. Sorry, guys. <laughs> You're overdoing totally, it a little you know, bit on the. <laughs> I think I missed my calling. I should have been a, like a strip club DJ. <laughs> well, you still can't be. I know. I dreams can happen, guys. I. <laughs> I'm not trying to put anybody down. I've known actually several people who've done that and they make a pretty good living. Right. Especially if they're good. Maybe so, you should do it. No, I'm I'm good with that. Thanks. But you have the voice for a strip club DJ. I also have a voice for a radio DJ. Well, go do that. Or a podcaster. How about that? Well, you do do that, kind you, of. So you just want me to go out and see naked ladies all the time? No, I want you to go and get those naked ladies money. Or do you want me to go to the one with the guys? Because I could, you know. Oh, you would be awesome at that. I'd be like, come and get your helicopter, gentlemen and ladies. Come on down. Welcome to Dick's Cabaret. Okay. <laughs> Going a little bit too overboard. Sorry, I just like get into it, you know? Like it's like a character. You get into it. <laughs> anyway, guys, what's up? Welcome back. It is episode 171. We're gonna be doing Ridiculosaurs Volume 2. Because we loved volume one so yeah. much. By popular demand, we were asked no. Uh <laughs> by popular demand of ourselves. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, I mean we just wanted to because we were really interested. But a lot of people were really encouraging of it, so that's good to hear. Yeah, that's good. Which we got we got something we want to ask you by the end of this episode that um, we need you guys to chime in on if we're going to continue this series because it does go further, we found out. It goes out. further. I'll explain that later. So you're going to want to stick around to the end uh, because you always do, right? Right? I don't. Oh. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Uh, anyway, guys, welcome back. We got a brand new episode for you. It's going to be a lot of fun. We're going to be doing Carnosaur 3 and... Carnosaur 2. Oh, whoops. <laughs> No, you should leave it in. <laughs> you should just leave it in. Oh, uh, whatever. Carnosaur 2. <laughs> Carnosaur 3. Carnosaur 3, primal species. Oh, yeah. Primal species. Which, which is, yeah. yeah. That's technically, it, it was almost called just primal species. It wasn't even, we'll get into that. I don't, okay. I, I want to just gush, okay, about all the trivia I look up. So, uh, but anyway, guys, yeah, more dinosaurs on the prowl, tearing people limb from limb. So you're going to want to stick around for that. We're going to break down these movies and what we thought of them and then give you an order from one to three, the, the movies in order from one to three. Because mm -hmm. if you haven't listened to the episode before this, it's Tammy and the T-Rex and Carnosaur, the first movie. So you might want to check that out and then come back and listen to this if you want. I don't think you're really spoiling 
spoiling anything. No. I, I don't think these movies are spoiler scary. No, they're not at so all. So you could probably just listen to this <laughs> because, I mean, really, these are just going for the ride. Right. You know, more than it is anything. So, um, but yeah. So do we have anything cool happen this week that we can share with them or? No. <laughs> I Our lives are void of fun. I went to work. <laughs> I went to work. Oh, great. I the dog to the vet. Neat. Dog is sick. Awesome. I am worried, though, because there's a lot of Coronavirus people. going around? There's a lot of coronavirus, and there's a lot of people in the Phoenix area who are killing their children. Oh, well, And it's kind of bothering me, but okay, I'm just going to yeah, shut wow, up. Yeah, wow, happy <laughs> note, guys. On a happy note, people are killing their children. <laughs> kind of weird. Uh, yeah, well. <laughs> anyway, sorry. Guys, if you guys don't know, Arizona has some of the weirdest crime. Like, ever since I moved here, I've heard of, like, fucking crazy stories of people, like, talking about all these crazy murders and stuff. Like, one of the first stories I heard when I moved out here to Cave Creek, Arizona, which is not where I live now, but in Cave Creek, some of my friends up there were like, yeah, man, we have really weird crime. Not a lot of it, just a lot of weird right, crime. Right. And I'm like, really? And they were like, yeah, there was this one time where this guy thought this family was vampires. So he like torched the place, like uh-huh. firebombed it. I remember that. And then shotgun shot everybody as they were running out. Right. Like, what the fuck, right. dude? It's meth. Meth makes you insane. Yeah, it makes you superhero. Yay. Yeah. Like, what the that fuck? Too. What but, did he think he was Van Helsing? But like, the things that happen here, they happen in waves, too. It's really weird. Because if you get, like, a wrong way driver on the freeway, it's not just one. Uh, it's 30. Like, not at the same time. Wait, but Yeah, I was like, what? Like, over, like, a course of a few months, it's like all of a sudden, like, there's just this phenomenon. I don't where, know. Something like a phenomenon. We're, I don't know either. It's just we're, weird. We're just a couple of stone throws away from Florida. Like, no offense to any of our friends in Florida, <laughs> but as you guys know, and I live there, I know that there's a lot there's of weird, weird crime, there, too. Yeah. A lot of weird, like, car accidents and, like, driving in Arizona and F- and Florida are very similar. Actually, the housing design in both of these places are very similar. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, so, like, when I lived in, Ari- or in Florida and then moved to Arizona, like, from Maryland or whatever... Because I've moved around a lot. <laughs> it's very similar, except we don't get as much rain out here. You know? Right. So, but anyway. Anyway. Yay. So, you got any more enlightening tidbits you oh, want to share? Oh, I can keep going. <laughs> There's some weird conspiracies I got into this week. Oh, really? <laughs> well, you know, I'm trying to think. We had something happen recently that I just can't think of that is kind of a big deal. Oh, and I know we mentioned this last episode, but I'm really happy because... <laughs> uh, I didn't know that when you hit 1K subscriptions on YouTube that you can now make posts like posts. I was. Yeah. So I got that now. So I can actually like like talk to you guys instead of having to make a video, you know, but you guys should be following our YouTube. You should be following all of our social media because, you know. It's just a nice thing to do. Don't be an asshole. Okay. <laughs> yeah, just kill, kill everybody, Alex. Just kill them <laughs> yeah. into... What are you doing? <laughs> no, I'm kidding. But yeah, I'm super excited about that. But other than that, yeah, it's just been a regular week. We've been pounding movies and watching cops and all kinds of shit. Yeah. yeah. So, but anyway, I think it might be that time. What time is it? Horse shots!
All right, we got a fucking doozy for you guys today. Wait, hold on. I got to go get the chocolate. Well, why don't you go get it? I'll talk to them. Oh, okay. Yeah, get out of here. I can handle it. <laughs> so, Christina is going to grab our shot ingredients. Well, we have most of the ingredients here, but she's going to grab a special ingredient that uh, involves chocolate. Chocolate. So... She's got to bring it very carefully here because it's very thin. And I hope that when we pour this shot, it doesn't melt it to fuck because we're using chocolate as a sort of cup. And uh, I've, I've not had the best experiences with these that we've done in the past. Anyway, guys, so we got a shot for you today based off the movie Carnosaur 3. We picked it for that one because it just... And we're actually going to take it this yeah, we're, time. Yeah, we're actually going to take it, guys. Yeah. We used to do it all the time, but then we realized that we're broke and, yeah, life. So we figured, you know, maybe... And I, I don't drink. Right, and, I don't drink as much either. Yeah. So we were accumulating, like, all of this liquor and, like, stuff that we don't even use, so... Uh, if you guys want to come hang out, watch movies or something. <laughs> anyway, so today's shot is based off of Carnosaur 3. We're calling this one a dino drool. We were thinking about calling it dudes in a suit, which I thought was kind of cute because, you know, we do have a nice little chocolate suit for them, you know? Right, right. Um, but anyway, uh, you can call it whatever you want, but it's called dino drool, so fucking deal with it. Those dinos drool a lot in the movies, in yeah, both the movies. Both so. of them, yeah. Um, they look like semen. It's pretty gross. Yeah. Uh, anyway, so... <laughs> so let's take your semen shot. So what is in a dino drool shot? Well, it's one ounce, and you're going to put this in a shaker, these two ingredients. You're going to take one ounce of hypnotic and one ounce of ruby red grapefruit vodka. Uh, we're using Deep Eddie from Austin, uh, but you can use any kind of grapefruit vodka. And then you're going to put that in a mixer, which we've already done. Um, I've shaken it up. There's like one cube of ice in there because we've been sitting here for a while. <laughs> it's like clink. Um, and then you're going to shake that up. We What we did is we have Mountain Dew to pour on top. You don't want to shake Mountain Dew in a shaker, by the way. Not that I need to tell you that, but it's just obvious. You want to know why I picked the Mountain Dew? Why? Because it's green? No, because Brian Cranston in that Mountain Dew commercial... Oh my god! <laughs> That's why I sugar that free. Too. Everybody was so mad about that fucking commercial. People were mad about. It. I thought yeah, it was they were awesome. like, "Oh no, why would they do that to The Shining?" Oh my! And I'm like, "It's just fun." But it's a 30 second commercial. Who gives a shit? <laughs> like, it's funny. <laughs> I don't think anybody was mad, but I'm just saying, like, whatever. Anyway, back to the Carnosaurus shot. Okay, so now I've taken this hollowed out. Like, you know how you get the chocolate bunnies that have, like, two sections that go down the middle? Well, we got these weird chocolate egg-like things. And they look like dinosaurs. That's why I picked them. Kind of, but they also have, like, floppy ears. But whatever, we're just calling them dinosaurs to deal with it. But anyway, we're going to pour our shot in the chocolate shell. So I made one for Christina. And I made one for myself. You're obviously going to shoot it. If you have this, if not, just take chocolate after the shot or something like that. Um, now, before you drink it. <laughs> okay, hurry up. It's so then after you pour, so you poured the Mountain Dew on top. You pour it in your, your shots or your chocolate. If you have something that you can do that has chocolate like a shell or a cup. Then you say, stay calm. We'll be right back. <laughs> and then very condescending, by the way. And then shoot. Stay calm. We'll be right back. Stay calm. We'll be right back. Oh, that's disgusting. And then you gotta eat the chocolate. Oh, you can eat. You can eat. 
you can taste the fucking grapefruit. Mm. Wow, that's actually pretty good. <laughs> it tastes like grapefruit and Mountain Dew. <laughs> I ate the whole fucking egg. Mm. You know what it reminds me of? Those fruit-flavored candies that you get? The bouquet of fucking shit. Which, by the way, happy Valentine's Days to you guys, because we won't be... This isn't ha- Valentine's Day, obviously, but it will be the week that this airs, so... Right. But anyway, yeah, so if you would like to try a Carnosaur 3 Dino Drool, all you have to do is go to longlidthevoid.com and check out our hashtag horror shots section now. That's it for horror shots. All right, guys, so now we're going to go ahead and finish up this drink and jump into our flesh and potatoes of Ridiculosaurs Volume 2 right now. Gonna go into cardiac arrest or mm-hmm. you're all seizing up. I gotta stab a fucking. You think that's fucking funny? <laughs> I gotta stab a fucking like <laughs> like a shot into your chest, like some fucking like a fedrin shot. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> anyway, so guys, we're gonna go ahead and jump into the first one in chronological order, of course, which would be Carnosaur Two. But before we do that, I'm gonna slam the rest of this drink because I'm gonna get saucy. Great, mm. excited. <laughs> You ready? Yeah, Do you ready. want some more? No, I don't want any more. Hell okay. no. All right. Cheers, guys. Hell no. All right. Well, you're Whoa. doing that. Wow. I'm going to go through all the info on Carnosaur 2. It's pretty good, by the way, guys. Delicious. Are you done? Yes, I'm done. Go ahead. Okay. Carnosaur 2 is from 1995. A team of scientists go to a nuclear mining facility to investigate a possible meltdown and instead... Find a large amount of cloned dinosaurs. Oh, my God. The tagline for this movie is, back for another bite. Oh, God. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So. (laughs) (laughs) This movie was directed by Louis Marino, who has done such wonderful movies as Radioactive Mm. and Bats. From 1999. Oh, I remember that. I haven't. We we almost bought that it? the other we day. Did? Yeah, remember we went to that uh, secondhand store, the new one. What the fuck? The Why the, didn't the we buy wall it? of movies. It was like whatever, but we couldn't find anything good because all they had was like shit nobody wanted. Like, oh. and we found bat or was it bats? Oh, I don't know if it was this one, but I did watch the trailer and it looked amazing. So I would like to watch that. Okay. Carnosaur Two was written by Michael Palmer, who has written such scripts as Watchers Three. From oh. 1994, and that's it. All right. I need to rewatch those. I've watched. I watched all three because I think the first Watchers with with like Corey Haim. What What is that movie about? <clears throat> it's about like a creature. I just can't. I can't remember. I think it's like part of his imagination, but I could be wrong. I don't. I don't know. But oh. he. It's like oh, Corey well. Haim. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's Corey Haim. Okay. Okay. So there's a lot of actors in this cast. So I'm just gonna say a lot of them did just like they're working actors. They were in a lot of TV. So I'm just gonna quickly go through a few of them. Do it and name um 
what you know the big stuff there is that you know i recognized all right john savage who plays jack reed now he's actually been in he was in tales from halloween that compilation mm-hmm. um he was also in the orphan killer the anarchist cookbook uh he was in the dark angel tv series and he's also been on episodes of like x files and tales from the crypt okay cliff d young who plays Major Tom McCord. He he was a lead singer in a rock band called Clear Light from the late 60s. Never heard of that, but I got to look it up. Yeah, and it, he he toured with The Doors and The Who and like all these other hmm, big bands. Interesting. I, yeah, I thought that was really interesting. And he was also in The Craft. He played Mr. Bailey, the teacher. Oh, okay. And he was in Flight of the Navigator and he was also in the TV series RoboCop, which I totally forgot there was a TV series. Yeah, we have that actually. Oh, we do? Yeah. <laughs> oh, I had no idea. I totally forgot. Yeah. He also was in Tommy Knockers, the miniseries, and he was in Dr. Giggles. We have that too. I really want to watch Tommy Knockers soon. Yeah, I do too. Yeah, it's maybe about we'll, time yeah, for it. Maybe we'll do that next. I don't know. We'll see. Okay, Don Stroyd, <clears throat> who plays Ben. He was in the original Amityville Horror. Okay. He was the uh, father, the oh. priest. Um, he was also in License to Kill. Uh, Rick Dean, who played Monk. He actually passed away in 2006. He was also in Tales from the Hood. And he was also, I don't know if you know this, but he was in Carnosaur 3. Yes, I did know that. I have some trivia on that. Oh, do you, oh I can't <coughs> wait to hear because I see it was like a completely different character. So well, I can't he's a standout it. kind of character. Right. On he, both he of the really, movies. He really is. Okay. Also, Ryan Thomas Johnson, who plays Jesse. Uh, he was in The Lonely Astronaut, a TV series from uh, uh, 2014, and he's also a big music composer. Arabella Holtzbog. <laughs> Pretty that, sure I said that right. I, I don't think anybody would judge you for right. not getting that right. Okay, she plays Sarah. She was also in an episode of Tales from the Crypt and that Across the Universe movie from 2007. Okay. Um, Miguel Nunes Jr., who plays Ed. Right. Love him. And I'm sure if you saw him, you recognize him. He was in The Return of the Living Dead. Yep. He was also in Street Fighter, and he was also in Friday the 13th, A New Beginning. Yes. Yeah, I yeah. always remember him in there. Right. He, I, I wish he would have done more, because he, you know... Yeah, me too, when I was trying to... Fi- like, he was... He, he's kind of a fan favorite, you know? Like, if I... I would definitely... If I saw him at a convention, I would get a... I would, like, yeah, want to talk to him. If, I wonder if he's done conventions. I'm he sure should. he has. I'm just... I just haven't been to one. Okay, so this was a direct-to-video release, so I I couldn't find a budget on it, could you? No, neither of them. Oh, okay. Yeah, neither of them, exactly. So, Alex, what did you think of Carnosaur 2? Well, Christina, I'm so glad that you asked. <laughs> so this one. Hmm. Man. This one takes a long while before it gets juicy and gory, that's for sure. Like an hour. An hour, yeah. (laughs) A whole fucking hour till we get something. Uh, I was pretty disappointed by that, but, you know, mostly I just felt like the dialogue was kind of boring. Like, Miguel Nunez Jr. is is good, uh, although a bit stereotypical. But you know, uh, he, he's at least someone I like. Right. You know, and I could I could even like Richard Dean, I guess too. You know, his character was stand out because he's very, you know, outspoken in his part. But it kind of winds down. Mm-hmm. Like a lot of the other people are pretty meh as well. So <laughs> sorry, I'm like what? so it winds down from 
not winding up. There's nowhere well, to go. It, it, well, it, it, the beginning of the movie is actually pretty interesting. Like I was like, oh, cool. They got like this whole sort of blade two, like interesting characters, special forces, you know, that are going in to fight the fucking vampires. Only this is, you know, dinosaurs. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? Like, uh-huh. like that's yeah. what they were trying to do. It's not that they were trying to borrow from, obviously, from fucking Blade 2 because it wasn't out yet when this movie <laughs> was. But I just mean, you know, that type of like strong characters uh, that they were trying to go for. It, it didn't it didn't really hit it. Right. Um, it's essentially a team of specialists that are hired for by some businessman who has a site that is dealing with dinos, of course. Uh, when the site gets overtaken by them, they go down to investigate the problem and reclaim the base of operations, essentially. Mm-hmm. And uh, the guy, the business guy, knows more than he's telling everybody because he wants to get it, like, exterminated. So he hires these guys, which are all kind of like, eh, I don't right. know. But this one's like a huge stark difference from the first movie, which is way more fun and inadvertently good. You know, right. it it pales in comparison, I think. It just doesn't get the kind of, it does get kind of cool at the end, but by the time I felt like I'd pretty much gotten into it, I'd already given up on it. Right. That's the problem. Not even, you know, enough cheesy dialogue that I was hoping for, plus, you know, the dinos, they changed up a bit, which I thought was a good, it was a positive thing, because they put them in suits, dudes in suits. Right. Instead of animatronics or hand puppets, which they did also use in this movie, by the way. But they opt for that dude in the suit, which I thought gave them more mobility, and it kind of made it more, hey, they're in the room, it's not, even if they move stupid, you know, at least it's better than trying to schmuck it up with some fucking garbage like drawn on whatever style back in the day that it would have been because they didn't really have CGI that much. Right. You know, I think one of the biggest forms of CGI back in the day was from young Sherlock Holmes, where they have this scene where uh, a knight jumps off a stained glass window into a church. And it was one of the most elaborate things that had ever been done on film for uh, its time. And of course, obviously, you know, like Jurassic Park and shit like that. But they use a lot of practical in this, obviously, because they can't afford shit like that. Right. Um, it's just it's just too bad that they cut away from all the cool moments like that would have been good that I, I would have liked to seen. Right. I'm sure that had to do with budgetary restraints, you know, because they don't not, we're not working with a lot of money here. Plus, you know, this film is pretty derivative and has been called Jurassic Park exploitation at its finest, which it most definitely is. Totally. <laughs> it's shameless. Totally. Which, I mean, yeah, I mean, it it is, but that's also kind of why we want to watch this movie. <laughs> so totally right. cool with me, you know. Roger Corman is definitely no stranger to this kind of thing anyway, nor the, uh, you know, canon group. You know, the cousins like Menahem Golan and Yoram Globus, who we watched that documentary of them about canon films. Right. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, the one where they, they were just ripping off everybody. Yeah, which was make- awesome and how like, like they did it. And it's like, so there's this documentary called Electric Boogaloo, The Wild Untold Story of Canon Films. And it's amazing. It's so amazing that because the the cousins who of canon who knew about this documentary coming out because they tried to do like interviews with the guys, but they were like, no, we can do it better. And they made their own documentary (laughs) in true Canon style 
to beat this one to the punch. Right. Which is just amazing. Yeah. I love that. I just, I love that. (laughs) (laughs) But anyway, if you guys haven't seen that, you should check it out. I still need to watch the Corman's world because Corman did all the, Corman and his wife did all the, uh, a lot of these movies. The Carnosaur series is all about fucking Corman. Uh Uh-huh. Um, but he has a documentary called Corman's World, and there's also a new cult-tastic Tales from the Trenches with Roger and Julie Corman by Shout Factory TV, which you can actually sign up for a subscription, by the way, for two ninety nine a month, uh, which I think we should try out the seven-day trial when we're ready to watch that kind of thing, because uh-huh. there's like 12 episodes, and it seems really cool. Oh, okay. So, and I love Corman, and I love Cannon. I know you do. And I love all those kind of films from that time. You do. Plus, we got a seven-day trial, so we could probably suck up all those. Squeeze it in seven days. Yeah. (laughs) But anyway, you guys should check all that shit that I just mentioned out. But back to the Carnosaur 2 disappointing film that it was. When the gore comes, it's actually pretty cool. Like, obviously, there's some beheadings and appendages ripped off. There's one appendage ripped off scene that I fucking loved. It was probably one of the best in the franchise I've seen yet. Um, But even a great scene like that with very impressive gore is not enough to save this film for me. Right. It's boring. I kind of just tuned out for this one, like, heavily. I wasn't even able to keep my attention enough. So even with even with a 30 kill count that they have in the movie, by the way. Oh, wow. It didn't even feel like it. No way. It didn't at all. It felt bland. And it, and it just turns away a lot from the kills, so that's probably why we don't realize it. But I honestly think this is just a below-average attempt for me. I'd say this one's probably a 4 out of 10 for the So Bad It's Good straight-to-video 90s cheese that I always talk about. Maybe even less if I had more time to think about it. It just it just lacks to me in so many ways, but hopefully and maybe you guys will like it. If you're going to go down the carnosaur fucking rabbit hole, you need to watch it anyway. Right. So you can decide for yourself. But honestly, I really just felt like when I gave the first carnosaur seven, this is like a four or lower. Right. So what about you, though? Oh, my God. I was so excited to see this because... The first Carnosaur movie changed my life. <laughs> well, yeah, you called it better than Jurassic fucking Park. <laughs> it was so good. I'd say. So this was a real letdown and like a total disappointment. It was insanely boring. It yeah. was, and this movie was only what, like less than 90 minutes. And I don't know. It, I think both of them were like one, one hour. This and... one felt like it was three fucking hours. It did feel long. It felt fucking long. And then when I was going through getting all the info for the movie uh-huh. before we started doing this, I, I couldn't even remember what went on in the movie. Yeah. Like, I, I'm like so glad. That's why I, I took, take notes. Because, no, that's you why know. I took detailed notes because I had to go through them again because I was like, what? Like, who? Like, who is this person? Like, you and can't even I, like, you can't even like just take notes where it's like, oh, this happened like in a short no, sentence. Yeah, no. You have to be as descriptive as possible because this was so forgettable. Yeah, it's <laughs> so forgettable. Even the, the, when you were talking about the kills and stuff, like the good savable parts of the movie. Sure. Yeah, it just doesn't even matter. Because it's not worth it. Yeah. Like some of the other movies we've watched recently, it's like I got to wait around for shit to happen and it's, oh. Well, and you know, like there's an entertainment factor. There's the, you know, there's a couple of factors when it comes to scoring a movie for me and my personal taste. Some people just refuse that and they think you should just give it a score on what you thought. But I, I think it's, it's appropriate to go, Hey, this is a so bad it's good film or this is just 
bad. Right, right. You know, and just to give you, because you can't compare Carnosaur to fucking Hereditary, can you? Oh, hell no. So. The first Carnosaur you're talking any about? Any of them. So, I'm yeah. Just oh, saying. no way. You can't at all. You can't at all. It's a whole different level. But anyway, even the characters, like, I couldn't even remember the characters, but, and then the characters were just, like, typical. There was the, the guy who was just the asshole the guy with the authority and of course he was an asshole to everybody and he had to get his way on the time and everybody you know and then there was the funny guy and well that's he, the rich dean guy yeah the yeah. funny guy the com- comedic you know relief or whatever but the, none of them matter yeah. nothing about this movie matters <laughs> well i, don't I mean even... it's not the worst movie i've ever seen I, it's just it's just not well, it's, no, just a, it's but... just a letdown it makes the number go right. down lower because of how good carnosaur was right I don't even remember how this one ended. I was sitting there thinking. I do. It was almost like the same thing as the first movie. Was it? Oh. And they had a bigger bobcat and loader. Oh, that's right. Because that scene was like 20 minutes. Right. It was ridiculous. Mm -hmm. But anyway, three out of 10. Three. Okay. Well, I I probably would give it a 3.5 at the lowest. Just because, like, I could watch it, I probably wouldn't watch it again, no but way. I've seen so much worse. But honestly, if we were going to start collecting this series on DVD or whatever, like, we would have to buy it. Do you have $500? Because that's I how know, much everything I know, costs. I know, I know. <laughs> but, you know, if it ever got re-released or whatever, right. we would buy this just so we had it with the other Oh, of course. I mean, I, I have plenty of movies where it's just, like, another iteration of the, or, you know, a sequel in a, right. in a series I don't even like, but I have to have it. So, right. Yeah. Right. We, we've been collecting pretty good, though. Yep. So, if we had to give it a score, it'd be a 3.25 between both of us. Oh, okay. If you think about it. So let's go over some of our scenes and some of the trivia that we have here. I got a little bit of trivia. So they used a lot of the same footage from the first Carnosaur film. It was used during parts of the forklift duel scene with the T-Rex. That's why they did it again. Yeah. Didn't it feel a little familiar? Because it did to me. Totally. Like they said, including the scenes of impalement, which I I personally totally noticed. I was like, God, this feels like the same movie, but also like like what what are they doing? Right. <laughs> like I kept thinking to myself, why? It's like a paled in comparison version of Carnosaur One. So yeah, yeah, because it even was it was it was in the same area in Nevada, right? Which makes sense because then the dinosaurs should migrate to wherever uh-huh. the next place. But the way the dinosaurs came about was completely different in yeah this they movie. didn't really you can't tie these movies together no it doesn't mean but apparently i have some information in the third movie oh okay we'll talk that. about that might connect everything but we'll talk about that in a little bit okay for the next movie okay uh so stick around guys uh, um but yeah they used the same animatronic puppet for this as well the robot apparently had frequently broken down and performed so poorly that its use was limited to only a few shots. Like, despite the budget constraints, magical media, apparently, magical media industries, I should say, did manage to improve the robot T-Rex so that it could be used more extensively for the battle scene in which the dinosaur fights the forklift. However, the robot was still ill-suited to stunt work, such as the shots of the creature ramming the forklift, so the miniatures and the hand puppets were again used frequently, as in the first film, <laughs> which you can totally tell. Oh, totally tell. It's like, have you ever thought about, like, when you watch those, like, gigantic dinosaurs or, like, Godzilla movies or whatever thing, everything is, like, slowed down right. so that the monsters move really 
Right. You know what I mean? Is it would it would it really be like that? Because it does kind of make sense because you wouldn't think that a miniature moves so fast. Right. Like its movements move too fast. I don't know. So they slow it down. They don't they didn't slow it down in this. It was just ramming its head into the forklift. I remember that. That was annoying. And plus the quality of where we watched it was pretty bad. Yeah. That doesn't help. But whatever. I mean, there's very you can't rent it anywhere. So you gotta find it on YouTube. Right. Um, apparently a carnosaur is actually a large group of carnivorous dinosaurs rather than a species, which the title suggests. Plus, um, Sarah had also told me, and I looked into it a little bit more, Michael Crichton, who came up with Jurassic Park, named them raptors because he thought it sounded cool. So thank you, Sarah, for that bit. Also, velociraptors were roughly the size of a turkey, so considerably smaller than approximately... Seven foot tall and about 180 pounds. Wow. Turkeys are scary. Yeah. Uh, the Deinonychus enterhopus, um, from the original carnosaur films, the creatures were the, the actual species, which could grow up to about 11 feet long. Wow. That's so, long. Just thought it'd be interesting to kind of point that out so people kind of knew. Uh huh. What it was. But in the trailer, they also had like a lot of roars from like a T Rex and shit like that. And they literally fucking stole it from both from the Jurassic Park film. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny. That's this is why I want to watch the cultastic Roger Corman thing. Right. Because it's like an episode and it's like, you know, a long, a long episode. Right. So it's like there's so much, so many movies that they've actually done that I would love to just like. Like hear about all of it, you know. Uh-huh. Um, plus, it would probably give us like more stuff to review because we'd be like, "Oh my god, I don't remember that movie. Let's watch that." So, depending on right. what the movie is. <laughs> so, I think it's time to get into our scenes. Uh, we're, I know we're. This is probably going to be a, a slightly shorter episode than the other one. Although the next film, we got a lot of scenes that that did stand out that made me laugh. So right. we'll probably talk about that one a little bit more in depth. Right. But do you have any scenes that stood out as early on in the film? Early on? Yeah. If not, I have some. Um, Maybe just one, but I think it was more mid. Um, And it's probably one of your favorite scenes, too. I forget which character it was, but he was like lying he was like lying down i think he, i don't know if he was dying or what and then the dinosaur came up and he punched him and it, the dinosaur and he was like it's on now oh yeah nunez jr yeah, yeah. Is that was that him that was a really cool scene actually moses that was he was like hacking into a terminal and then and then he goes Ooh, here it is oh yeah and i was like oh my god <laughs> <laughs> plus he's wearing like an onk did you notice that? Yeah, well, it's so 1995. Yeah, it's like Prince, or a Prince Onk, too. It's like not even a... Yeah. Like, it was yeah. so bad. Yeah, it was. But it, but he's wearing the coolest outfit of anybody. Yeah. Like, and, and I like his character the most out of anybody in Me this too. film. Like Me he, too. Even that other guy who's the businessman who is more recognizable than uh, Nunez, uh-huh. is, he's still... Nunez is my favorite pick oh, in yeah. this movie. So. Totally. Um, but yeah, he fights the dino, and it's like this brawl where he's like punching the dino and he, and it doesn't like hurt you much apparently in this film like normally like if they scratch you your whole face is gone or yeah. something like that like you know it, it ain't no military dude fighting a werewolf and dog soldiers fight scene or anything <laughs> which is super cool it but it's okay right <laughs> but it is recognizable i wish he didn't die so early either oh shit was that a spoiler 
I mean, we're in spoilers. Oh, okay. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, but he died like so early. And when he died, I remember being like, no. No. no I know. It's going to suck. It's like this the best character's sucks. dead. Where is this movie headed? <laughs> um, they, yeah, they chose that other guy who's like friends with the kid. For some reason, this fucking little prick kid who's like trying to get into dynamite somewhere in the beginning of the movie is yeah. is like now his son or something. And I'm like. Oh, fuck off. You know what oh, I mean? Oh, I must have missed him being his son. No, it wasn't his son. Oh, he, he's treating like... him like he's oh, his okay, son. okay, okay. Because he had a son before. <gasps> oh, okay, that's right. And it died. So now he's like his uh, surrogate son, you know, like, and it's like, oh, God, that's so that's lame. lame. And the guy's not, I mean, no offense to him, but the acting was really not good between them. Uh, the chemistry, so to speak. Um there was one scene that was pretty cool, I guess. I don't, I don't know. There is a dino breaks through the roof of the elevator. Oh, yeah. And this is like, this is like the hour mark, guys. This is like the, the, the biggest scene, by right. the way. Uh, the dino breaks through the roof of an elevator because they're, you know, they get taken all the way down to the bottom floor or something. I don't remember where it, it is. It smashes down. They were going no, 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 no. no. We're getting confused with part three. Oh. <laughs> But, Whoops. but yeah, a, 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 like a dino breaks through the elevator roof, yanks the one chick up through the roof. Then, oh, yeah. Okay. And then chews her arm off, <laughs> which it's it looks really cool because they got like you can see through the gore. So mm-hmm. it's like you can see it stretching in parts. Uh-huh. So they had like it, you know, veiny and mm-hmm. stuff and it squirted all over the place. Although I didn't really believe her performance that it hurt her that bad. <laughs> she was like, ah. Honestly, uh, anybody who got their fucking arm chewed off would be out like a fucking light. Right. Like, there's no way. Oh, oh, uh, you would uh, go into shock. You would die. You like, uh, you know what I mean? Is that my arm? Yeah. Oh, no. Here's my yeah, arm. It's she, underneath the suit. She did <laughs> act like that, too. She yeah. was like, oh, my God, wait. Oh, my arm's not there. What oh, the fuck? Where did it go? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so... Then there's that scene where that guy who thinks this kid is like his son and he keeps treating him like his son. They like escape on this rope or something and try to climb up out of there. This is the part you pointed out in the, in the movie uh-huh. where they're trying to escape. And for some reason, oh. Ben helps the kid. Ben is the guy who thinks the kid's his son. I think his, they call him Steve or something. Jesse, like. Jesse that's what yeah. it is. Uh, but they're trying to escape and they're climbing up and there's like a railing and there's like these steps, almost like it was built so that you could climb up to get up. And he's like, oh, I can't do it. And his foot's literally right, right there. there. And I'm like, dude, all you got to do is step yeah, on the dude, step. Step up. What are you doing? <laughs> like, But of course, he falls. He, like, he lets go. And then he lands on a, a bed full of uh, pipes, uh, styrofoam pipes. Yeah. <laughs> It's completely obvious. Well, they have to continue the story. So, you know, like that's that's the one thing. Do you remember the dynamite scene with uh, McQueen and Monk? No. Like they have like he's like, you two get out of here. And and, um, Monk's hurt. And and then like businessman all of a sudden is is not a shady businessman anymore. The asshole. The asshole isn't an asshole. Now he's going to be a fucking martyr. That pissed me off. Yeah, that was dumb. It was was so stupid. It was like unnecessary for him to die. Like Monk was like hurt. And then he like stands up for Monk who they weren't getting along the whole time. They were, like, talking shit to each other the whole movie for an hour. Yeah, and then all of a sudden, they're best friends. Yeah, and he's like, he's like, well, I guess we're going to blow this motherfucker up. And it's like, what? 
You're just going to waste your life like that? I wouldn't want anybody to die that didn't need to. Right. You know what I mean? Like, anyway, so they pop. (laughs) (laughs) They pop. Yeah, it's pretty cool. I mean, it's, you know, nothing gory or anything. I still wish one of the dinosaurs would have ate the asshole. You know, because it makes me think, okay, I I don't mean to bring up Jurassic Park, but it was such a better movie than this. Uh, (laughs) You know, when the guy was sitting on the toilet, the asshole guy, wasn't he like sitting on a toilet and then the dinosaur ripped out? Was that Jeff Goldblum? Mm -hmm. I don't remember. Oh, no, no, I'm sorry. But that was the scene where Jeff Goldblum, that was a big scene for Jeff Goldblum. Right, right. And and the, the bathroom thing went away and then he ate him on the toilet. Yeah, got it. Him, I'm saying him, the dinosaur. I just wish the little turd would have fallen out right then. (sighs) I, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It'd make this podcast <laughs> child, so much okay? more I'm better. I'm a child. I'm a fucking child. <laughs> so, <laughs> moving on because there's really not that many great scenes. The big T-Rex dino battle at the end. He chews and swallows one of the rescuer, uh, the rescuers' heads off because they come to the conclusion that the only way that they can get rescuers to come help them on this island or whatever it is is to basically get. Uh, make the plant blow up and self-destruct to get a signal out to them to have rescue workers come pick everybody up. And so... Because they wouldn't blow themselves up in the process at a nuclear facility. I guess, yeah. But he's, he's like... This worker, this rescue worker who comes in a helicopter, he gets swallowed by the fucking T-Rex, which I thought was kind of cool. That, that's a good part. Uh-huh. Like, but again... I don't even remember. Not... not not salvaging this movie. Right. I'm already done. Can we just move to the next movie? <laughs> well, I did want to mention one more scene. They did. They okay. have this battle with the fucking bigger fork forklift sort of loader, whatever. Oh, the one that lasted he, like a half an hour. Yeah, for too long. And then he bips it in the face and knocks it back down into the fucking into the fucking uh, base. Uh-huh. And it falls down. I thought it was funny because it looks stupid. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, you know, and then the kid comes out. He keeps trying to save the guy who's trying to make him his surrogate son and brings him out. And they're about to leave. And that one guy who was in the rescuer uh, ship looks really familiar. And I just can't think of it. He looked like somebody that is in bigger movies now. Um, and I just can't think of his name. Yeah, that rescue worker? Yeah. He did. But he did have one of those faces. like just You know what he looked face. like? He looked like Greg. Uh, Greg something or another. He used to be a TV show host and he's been in some fucking movies. Comedic actor slash host. Craig Ferguson? Greg, Greg or Craig. Maybe you're right. Now you got me confused. No, not (laughs) Craig Ferguson. Anyway, but yeah, I don't know. It's just rather disappointing. I... We'll say it again. Boring. Yeah. I mean, it's it's okay. Like, it's not something you need to skip, I don't think. I think you should watch it if you're going to watch these. I think you skip it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, we got another movie. Yes, we do. And that is Carnosaur 3, Primal Species. And this one was released in 1996, the next year. Um, <laughs> international terrorists get a surprise. When their cargo turns out to contain living dinosaurs, <gasps> the army commando team now have to think fast if they want to prevent the extinction of the human species instead of the reptiles. Mm. The tagline for this film is, terror will never be extinct. Right. <laughs> I 
Yeah, well, I mean, it wouldn't be this movie. This franchise will, will never, never go be extinct. extinct. <laughs> it's just going to keep going over the years. Exactly. Okay, so this sequel was directed by Jonathan Winfrey. He directed Black Scorpion 1 and 2. <gasps> Legend of the Lost Tomb, a TV movie from 1997. Black Scorpion 1 and 2. That's like a Cinemax movie. It looked like I it. I think. Totally. Anyway. This was written. They did credit Rob Kirchner again. Okay. Who wrote the original story. Yeah. And the screenplay is by Scott Sandin, who has written TV movies like Ice Angel and Adam's Family Reunion for TV. Oh, one of the guys from the first movie, I think, was in... Oh, Adam's Family Reunion. One of the movie, one of the actors in both of the movies, one of the movies that we watched last week uh, mm-hmm. was in Adam's Family Reunion. But anyway, continue oh, yeah, on. I think so. Okay, cast again. Lots of cast in here. Lots of um, working actors who've been in a lot of TV, so I'm just going to go through them really quick. Scott Valentine, who plays Colonel Rance Higgins. He was also in Black Scorpion and To Sleep with a Vampire. Hmm, sounds sexual. <laughs> Janet Gunn plays Dr. Hodgins. She was in The Nurse from 1997, which looks amazing and I kind of want to watch it. The Quest. She with- looked really familiar with Van Damme, right? Yep. Yeah. You know, I think we've probably watched that recently. No, I last night I watched um, Blind Fury by with Rutger Hauer and I watched uh, Silent Rage with fucking, <laughs> uh, who's with Chuck Norris. Oh. And uh, it was like a horror movie, which is was weird. It? Yeah. It um, but I was looking through some of the people and I was like, oh my God, that I, that movie, The Quest, came up again. Oh. And I was like, oh my God. Okay. It's so, a anyway, sign. It's yeah. a sign. Okay. Rick Dean, who plays Polchek. Of course, he was in uh, Carnosaur 2 as a different character and he mm-hmm. was also in Tales from the Hood. Anthony Peck, who plays General Pete Mercer. Um, he, this was actually his last movie. He passed away in 1996. Hmm. But he was in The Hunt for Red October. He was in Die Hard with a Vengeance and Die Hard. And he was in Last Action Hero. Wow, like, that's not a small list either. Right. But they were minor, minor Sure, yeah. He's a working, but that's still, working guy. Yeah. yeah, it was still big movies. Okay, Roger Halston, who plays Sanders. He actually hasn't the done... The top 1% of the 1%. <laughs> I kept saying that when we were watching Three. the movie. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> um, He actually hasn't been in much, but he was in Adam's Family Reunion TV movie. <laughs> um, Terry Vaughn, who plays B.T. Coolidge. Uh, she was in the Steve Harvey show. Uh, Friday and All of Us from 2003. Billy Burnett, who plays Ferguson. He was actually a member of Fleetwood Mac from uh, 1998 to 1992. Weird. And this is his only acting role. So again, no budget for this movie. And Alex. Well, there was well, there was a budget. We just don't know what. Yeah, it we is. just don't know what the budget is. No, they just they just made it on a whim. They just made it on a whim. You know, whatever. <laughs> and what did you think of Carnosaurus? Three primal, what is it? Primal species. Yeah. Well, and it was called also a primal species by itself because technically they weren't going to make this a carnosaur film. They didn't really need to. No, because none of them really connect. Right. But this one is so much better to me, like miles better than two. It's not as good as one, but it does have some pretty ridiculous dialogue, which made me really enjoy it a lot more. Um, it's a it's a better so bad it's good film. Mm hmm. You know, like where the second to me was just bad. <laughs> um, but this is is this is what I wished 
2 was actually like. The dialogue is like super fast paced. Like the whole movie is super fast paced and weird. Like cheesy, cheesy fucking lines spout out of their mouths rapidly, which right. is kind of nice, honestly, because I really like that. Not like the uh, the crawl fest we got in part two. But uh, so I'll take, you know, shitty fucking fast dialogue over over that any day, as long as it makes me laugh a lot. Even if it's cringy as fuck, I'm down. Uh, but it, it, it did feel like it got the, the feel of the first with the dinos in this one. Uh-huh. Um, but more. Right. Like they, they did the, the dude in the suit. Mm-hmm. fucking thing but the odd thing about this movie is that not only is the pacing sped up but it is a lethal weapon or steven seagal soundtrack to go to it from the 90s totally like, totally or like late 80s 90s you know what i mean <laughs> yeah. and they always have like all these like military drums and like and all these scenes of like ridiculous long scenes of fucking helicopters or or transports or them running around the halls with their guns yeah like it's so stupid but it's like kind of like what's charming about it kind of added to the cheese vibe of it all so like i was not expecting that kind of i don't want to call it good but better music for this kind of film like it, it really filled the whole film up it wasn't just like sporadic right um for better or worse i don't know like you be the judge on that one but this one had its score, but not really. Not good stuff like the second one, actually. Aside from, like, the makeup work they had on, like, a dead person when they were in this fucking scene, I thought was really fucking fucking awesome. It was brutal as shit. But the dinos, they moved um like they did in the second. But they actually show a lot more of them, of the dinosaurs. Oh, totally. Which, you know, for better or worse, <laughs> at least you see more of them, I guess. Um, and they had hand, they had arms, like yeah. real arms. And they would, and when they slashed them with their fucking brutal ass claws, <laughs> it actually killed them. Right. Unlike the second one, <laughs> which doesn't make any sense. But I would have rather seen a lot more gore on this one, like you know, always. But at least the flow was really good enough to keep me interested. And like I said, the dialogue and everything was so cheesy; it was fun. So, um, the story is really convoluted though. Like they don't give a fuck what you think and they just jump around from one pile of people to the next and it's, it's easy to get lost. (laughs) I mean, I missed a key point in the story where I was like, wait, where, what is going on here? You know, I mean, but it's not like we're watching Ari Aster film where you need to pay attention and actually like pick up clues in the film or something. (laughs) It's like, no, this is a shitty movie. So there's no way I'm going to pay that close of attention to it. But I would say that this one, I would give it like a 5.5 on the so bad it's good 90s straight to cheese, maybe even a six. Uh huh. You know, like I would probably watch it again just because it's stupid and it would make me laugh. Uh, This this is definitely not a good movie, but. You know, we're not rating this against hereditary. That's why I call it the so bad it's good 90s straight to video cheese. Exactly. Score rating system. So, I mean, odds are, I mean, I went online and everybody was like fucking one. If I could rate it zero, I would. Or like kill the parents of the people that had these children who made this movie. Like they were really (laughs) angry, but I don't think it's that bad. Like I think people just haven't seen as much garbage as I have fucking submitted myself to. 
yeah, endure, yes. But um, but yeah, which you know, if if I had to put this all three of these movies that we've seen so far in any order, I would say one Carnosaur. The second best would be th- Carnosaur Three: Primal Species. Mm-hmm. Third best would be, and last so far would be obviously Carnosaur Two. So, mm-hmm. what about you? Oh, I agree with most of what you said. Okay, we'll elaborate. <laughs> She's like, I don't know what to say. Um, well, no, it. Okay, going into this movie after Carnosaur Two, I was, I, I, I didn't want to watch it. I mm-hmm. was like, fuck, dude, Carnosaur Two is so bad. I don't want to go. I don't. I didn't want to watch it. So I was. My expectations were like very really low. low. Yeah. I drank a bunch of coffee before we started watching it, yeah, so I like, would fall asleep. You were like really excited, and it was like, oh man, I made a bad mistake. Yeah, I made a mistake with Carnosaur Two. Should have mentioned this. <laughs> But oh man, this was redeemed. Yeah. Like this was redeeming. This was redeemed. Yeah. I really enjoyed it. Like you said, it's it, it reminded me of like a blockbuster movie from the mid nineties. Mm-hmm. But it was like overdone. The action was overdone. The score was overdone. And they would do the the close up shots. There was there was one scene where they were just having converse like an intense conversation yeah. and they did just these big close-up shots on the faces yeah like going back and forth i thought that was freaking hilarious and their overacting was on point like they did a very good job of overacting oh my god like everybody even like the guy who you would never believe to be a tough guy was like what are you talking about like <laughs> yeah. like what shut the fuck totally up totally overdone but i think is can it be overdone in a good way because oh 100 percent. that's what's so bad yeah, it's good it's all about yeah but the dialogue was so bad it, they you could tell they were good actors because it was like oh shit like okay let's do this you know what i mean like it, it was really good i liked how this movie was in la and now you say it, it since it wasn't supposed to be a car makes carnosaur sense, yeah. movie yeah it makes sense but i'm glad it was in la and they were on a boat mm-hmm. which was i thought pretty cool to yeah. have like the diet but even though like you said it the plot line got confusing because it kept moving through groups yeah and then we didn't understand if the the dinosaurs were like on the boat or in the ocean like there was a scene where there was a little bit of confusion, but it doesn't matter. Yeah. It doesn't matter. <laughs> Cause it was just awesome. Yeah. I mean, like, like I really wish it would, if it would have had more gore, this would have been up there with Carnosaur. Yeah. The first one. I really wish this, I also, I wish it had more gore, but that's what why I have did, to bring it back down to 5.5 because it had a little more than average, but it right. was, cause it's funny. Well, I gave it a seven. You gave this one I a seven? I gave it a seven. And you gave the Carnosaur one and eight. Yeah, yeah, because it wasn't wow. as good as is Carnosaur. Dude, you've come a long. But, let me just tell you, Christina, you have come a long way. I have forced you to watch shit that you do not like, but you have right. found a new passion for these garbage movies. Yeah, but no, it has to be specific. There has to be a good way of doing the garbage. Okay, I'm a little more more particular about this one, but I did enjoy it. We had a good time. Yeah, we watching had a good it. time watching it. And it, also, it was it was only like an hour and fifteen minutes. It was like really quick. So we this and this I one really gets a like six point two five from both of us. Mm-hmm. So when it balances out, I guess. And I would say. Of course, Carnosaur One's the best one, and then this one, and I would just skip the second one. You don't even need it. You don't need it. You don't need it. Don't waste your time, people. Speaking, just skip to three. Uh, also, I just want to tell you guys. Um, 
that the Carnosaur Three is on YouTube as well as the other one. A little heads up on it. I you know I would pick the video on YouTube that just is called Primal Species, right? Because we there was two um, full movies on there that we found. Plus you know some Spanish speaking ones if you want that too. Whatever. It's nice that there's options. Yeah, there is options on there. So, um, but th- this one. I would look for Primal Species on, it's from like seven years ago. If you want to watch this one, uh, it'll be the most clear picture because we started off with one that was from a year ago that was called Carnosaur 3 Primal Species, full movie or something like that. Yeah, it was horrible. It we was had like to stop it. below 240p. And this one was like DVD quality. Yeah. So we, we switched. I'd link to it in the in the thing, but I feel a little dirty about doing that. So just look for it. Yeah, you know, it's not that hard. I, I don't feel bad, like I mentioned in the last episode, because we couldn't find these, you know, online to rent. So but, it's not my bad. It's up on YouTube, and I watch it. But again, we're gonna buy them. How if they ever? If they, oh, ever, if they ever come release out, if the they set? ever release, we'll buy them. I, I I would like to at some point. However, if you don't want to watch it on YouTube, you can buy it. <laughs> It's only 56 bucks on uh, Amazon <laughs> on DVD. So, yeah. <laughs> Not paying that. <laughs> right. I don't even pay that for movies I love, you know, uh, unless it's Dawn of the Dead, which is coming out. But anyway, there are two more films in this series, by the way, uh, with different names, by the way. One's called Raptor from 2001, and that one's actually on Amazon Prime. So oh. you, can, you can watch that for. Did you say it's from 1991? 2001. Oh, 2001. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'm like, wait a second. Are we going backwards? What's going on? Yeah, I didn't even realize it. And Don from Horror Mafia Podcast, which you guys should check out, by the way, and give them some love, told me about it. Uh, he's been on the show, actually, before we did some uh, Asian horror movies. Oh, yeah. Uh, which we did really. It was a really good episode. Um, but he told me about it. And I didn't realize it before. So he said that Raptor is like chock full of scenes from previous Carnosaur films. And so <laughs> I want to see it. And from what I gather in an attempt to sort of like piece all of them together in some sort of cohesive story. What? Okay, maybe I don't want to see it. But also I asked him, I was like, is it kind of like Silent Night, Deadly Night 2, where they just take all the scenes and put them together to try to make this story. And then they have like some other story going on in the background. And he was like, that's actually not a bad way to, to, to call it that. But he said it felt it had a little bit more. Oh, okay. um, so if you're interested, you guys can watch that one. It's not going to be the greatest thing, but it, it will fill us in on some gaps that maybe might tie it all together. I assume. Or we could watch it for you if you want us to, but you well, have to tell us. Plus, there is also the Eden formula from 2006, which he said is actually pretty good. So if you guys want us to review it, please let us know in the comment sections of any of our posts uh, or like YouTube, Facebook, like on the podcast website page, like email, SoundCloud, iTunes, letters. wherever you can. Uh, let us know. We'll do it for you if you guys want us to. But I don't know if I can handle another two movies I'm- like that. Back to back um, next week, but we'll definitely do it the following, maybe or something. Yeah, I don't know soon, but uh, let us get let us know, okay? So um, now we're gonna get into our trivia and uh, sort of like things that I found about it, and then we'll get into our scenes and uh, wrap this bitch up. So this film, Carnet Sword Three, the film premiered in Germany during 1996 of November, but it did not. Im- it did not have a premiere in America until January 1997, although the, the DVD had already been released. 
So oh. kind of weird. That sounds like it has something to do with money. Like maybe. Yeah. yeah. They probably got distribution rights right. was cheaper or something. Right. But yeah, in the UK, Carnosaur Three Primal Species was the very first Carnosaur movie to ever be released in the country. Oh wow. So that's the only one they saw. Wow. Also, Rick Dean, who plays Polchek, had played Monk, obviously, like you said, in Carnosaur Two. Mm-hmm. Whilst Michael McDonald, who played the police officer Wilson, played the small role in the evac team, the the rescuers of the end of the part two, uh, and which you sort of mentioned in the cast, but I forgot. I thought they were both similar when I first watched part three. Uh-huh. I was like, God, these guys are very similar, and that fucking rich. Rick Dean's voice is fucking, hey, guys, so like, uh, listen here, so you think you gotta, like, what? <laughs> yeah, out of nowhere. Also, at the end of the credits, there was something we didn't see because we were just, like, doing our own thing. But it said, um, the American Dinosaur Association monitored all dinosaurs' action. Scenes depicting violence to dinosaurs oh were simulated. God. No dinosaur was harmed in the mis- or mistreated during the making of this film. Oh, well, that's good to know. Yeah, just in case. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Stupid. Anyway, I just thought I'd bring it up. Um, <laughs> uh, some of the scenes in this movie, let's go over some of that. Uh, what is the first thing that you remember? So, in the beginning, when, like, the terrorist guy, they were all dressed in black, and they were, like, they were trying to raid the semi-truck, and then all of a sudden, they jumped to, like, a, a training scene, and then you're like, what the fuck is going on? Yeah. Where am I? Is this is this a training exercise? Or I got they... really confused. Yeah, I did, too. But then, but then, and then they opened up the, uh semi-truck, and they figure out, oh, there's dinosaurs in there because they start ripping everybody apart. And then all of a sudden, these cool bad guys were dead. That yeah. pissed me off. Yeah, like the, the bad guy off. got killed Like that that I thought was really cool. Yeah, because cool bad guys. And this, is the part that you, and- this is the part you missed, by the way, because in the very beginning of the movie, there's like a, there's like a jeep with like a like three soldiers in it and then they're like in a convoy for like this shipment or whatever and they get ambushed by a bunch of fucking ninjas or some shit like that dressed in black right and like the soldiers like hey i got to piss sergeant or whatever oh, and yeah. he's like he's like well he's like well you know we're not stopping and he's like well i got to go and he's like he's like can i piss off the back and he's like yeah sure so he stands up pisses off the back of an army vehicle and then gets that's and, and then they're all like laughing about it they're like yeah, <laughs> why, yeah and i'm over here why didn't they show his dick i don't know did they i don't, no, I don't know they didn't show his dick i was looking for it i'm so disappointed you could see piss but you couldn't see dick they like hit his dick in his in the zipper huh and i'm like what the fuck she dude was, she really she rewound it like 70 like, times where's his dick Never get no dick. All right. All right, Christina. Settle down. <laughs> so all these guys get ambushed. And then uh, one one of the big bad ninja guys, the, the like main guy, he's like dressed like Neo with like sunglasses and a fucking trench coat and no fucking head wrap or anything that he all the other guys were wearing. And uh, he starts like indiscriminately just killing soldiers. And it's like pretty brutal. And the, And the guy who was like pissing off the back of the truck is like followed up on the in the hills with his sergeant 
And he sees the sergeant get shot in the head. And he's like, no! <laughs> and the bad guy's like, yes! <laughs> and shoots him in the face. And I cracked me up, dude. I thought that was hilarious. I was like, already, this is better than the last movie right now. Right, yeah. Um, and then you're just praying it doesn't go to shit. Right. I was like, okay, so if they keep this kind of pace, then we're good. Oh, they kept that pace. But then, like you mentioned, they go to this other group where they're having like a training exercise, but they're dressed exactly like the bad guys actually ambushed the first group in the beginning. And yeah. it's really confusing and it doesn't make any sense. They don't even address it. They're not like, we got to dress up like they're training people, like the bad guys, the terrorists. Right. They don't even address it. It's just confusing. You're like, wait, are these bad guys? And I'm sure they did it as a way to go like, ha, ah, gotcha. You didn't even think of that. And it's like, no, you should have told us. Yeah. <laughs> it's not clever. <laughs> um, but I, yeah, I was super confused about that. That when you mentioned they opened up the back of the truck and the the funny guy who was like, yes, and like indiscriminately killing fucking soldiers, <laughs> he gets fucking eaten by a raptor. Yeah, and I was like, dude, what the fuck? I was like, that's the that's the guy we needed to watch. I immediately when I saw that guy, I was like, oh, cool. So they got this new angle where there's like this big bad guy, kind of typical bad guy trying to operate the scenes and stuff and use. You know, they were trying to get plutonium and they uranium. found out that it, uranium, whatever. Sorry, I wrote it down. That's the only reason why I knew. <laughs> He's trying to get that and then they find raptors and everybody dies. And then a new group goes in to find out what the fuck happened because they hear guns like a police officer. And the police officers like see this guy running out of nowhere from the fucking raptor and the raptor doesn't kill him. And they think he's crazy. So they bound and gag him. And throw him in the back of the car. And they're like, we better go check out this warehouse or whatever. And he's like, what's up? And <laughs> their boss comes and he's like, why is he all bound and gagged? And he was like, he was crazy, man. He was just talking crazy. <laughs> the guy's nuts. The guy's nuts. <laughs> and I'm thinking to myself, yeah, you don't do that yeah. as a police officer. He does, he, he's nuts. I'm just going to, I got to wrap him up. And then he's like, okay, we're going to go check out the warehouse. And then the guy's like, talking to the bound and gag guy he's like stay calm we'll be right back which is why the horror shot that's in the horror shot yeah exactly which it, it they even that's it's, it's like a joke that they they, they come back to at the very end of the movie yeah, but we'll talk about that yeah it's a significant part but of course they all die those cops die <laughs> Yeah. Instantly. Uh, yeah, everybody just starts dying which they open up another truck and I'm like how the fuck did that one get in there yeah, I don't remember seeing it either. Doesn't make any sense. So they die. And then it's the three remaining special forces guy, Kolchak, Rance, and some other dude. Yeah. But that's one thing I will give it a credit for, though, is that it doesn't mind moving on. Yeah, which is a good thing, I think. <laughs> I mean, even I like if it's that. convoluted and doesn't make sense, at least it's moving. Right. But Polchek's voice, like I said, is just ridiculous. And they team up with some regular Marines and this was one of my favorite scenes. I'm just going to mention this, and then you can tell me yours. Polchek says he doesn't like taking orders from women. And then, like, which one of the women Marines is like, oh, hello, my name is blah, blah, blah. And uh, he's like, oh, hello, nice to meet you. And she's like, so I hear that you don't like taking orders from women. And he's like, well, the reason I don't like because <laughs> every time you turn around, they're always on the rag. And I'm like, oof, God, Jesus Christ. As as a woman who is on her rag, 
right now. TMI. I I did not find that funny <laughs> at all. Oh, quit Kinda being triggered, tro- you little snowflake. Oh, shut up. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm totally kidding. Uh, but yeah, no, I mean, it, 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 it's a different time. So I don't, I give it yeah, like whatever. It doesn't matter. Plus they're Marines. That's what Marines do. They give each other shit. They call each other names. It's a camaraderie, a brothership, uh, a, a, a sisterhood of it's whatever. that typical nineties thing where they could have just not had it whatsoever. And it probably would have been fine, well, and she but fu- it wasn't just the Marine part. It was the doctor who was also female. She also was getting shit because being a woman. And then there was another, every single woman, and I wrote this down too, every single woman in this movie got shit for being a woman. Yeah. Well, I mean, think about it. They're women. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Did I mention I'm on my rock right now? Christina, not in a good mood. I'm just saying, not I think you're taking mood. it a little too seriously for a fucking well, again, a movie that was written by a guy who is probably 60, 70 years old, who's writing from the 1940s in his mind. You know what I, I mean? I know, I know. So I'm just saying, like, it's, it's. I know, it just. It, for that time, it would have been nice to not have that. Well, she gets her comeuppance on him anyway because she well, fucking course, insults him a bunch have, of times, then challenges him to, to a fucking a, arm, arm wrestle. wrestling. Yeah, and it's like... Which the arm wrestling didn't make any sense. And the music, oh my God. Like, it's so cheap, lethal weapon, like, seaside beats from fucking lethal weapons, like... You know, C grade film below it. You know what I mean? I thought it was great. While they're wrestling and she loses to him, but you find out that she's left handed. So he was like, damn, she's left handed. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, oh my God, nobody would think that. To kind of fill you guys in, if you haven't seen the movie, they basically order them to trap the dinosaurs instead of kill them. So they. They, when they were trying to lure, trap the dinosaur, well, I guess they went to the boat. Well, the part where they were trying to trap the dinosaur with the thing of meat. Yeah, like they have regenerative cells. So their cells, like they end up killing one, even though they were told not to kill him. But they almost get attacked and Kolchak almost gets taken away. Remember, he's like, I think maybe it was when they were trapping them or something. I don't know. I don't remember. Find out that they can regenerate their tails, their limbs, and die. Come back to life, essentially. So they try to, like, trap them or whatever, like you said. Uh-huh. Yeah, and they, they have that thing of meat, and they're trying to trap them with just a net. Oh, my God. And it was the stupidest thing. Yeah. So, and, and then they had dynamite somewhere. I didn't understand that part. Because then he had to take his remote control out because the dinosaur was coming and then there ended up being like three dinosaurs though so i think they all died yeah <laughs> like, well, the way that they try to trap it in this small ass room was just didn't make any sense like if these things can smell meat they're gonna hear or see you hiding behind a cardboard box although i would assume i guess the big chunk of meat that they put in the middle of the room probably smells a little bit more delicious than them right so but you but know these are advanced dinosaurs. They're these smart. are evolved. They're learning. They know when <laughs> they know when something's just a piece of meat and when something needs to die. They're learning, they said in the movie. Oh yeah. So it it's funny when they do try to they do try to trap it, but they end up killing the one, like I said. And they find out that they're regenerating and all that. It wakes up and it chews off the head of a soldier. <laughs> And the and the and then one person's like, no, no, no. 
<laughs> the colonel is like, is this what you call research? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that dialogue was That hilarious. was funny, dude. Because it's like, it doesn't even skip a beat. It's just like, is this what you call research? Like, the, his <laughs> voice is just not fitting. Uh-huh. Um. But yeah, they do decide to go to a ship. We don't understand why, other than the fact that they're at a shipping dock where Japanese meat is coming in or out. And the well, the doctor says something about they're they're migrating or they're going to yeah they're in their migrating route yeah they're whatever nest. But then they you know they 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 somehow come up with this plan to catch them by freezing them with refrigeration because Polchek is like. Yeah, we can do that. And he's like, wait, she's like, they are cold blooded. So it could lower their fucking system so that they would be taken out. Which makes no sense. And they don't even address it. Right. Yeah. And then they just didn't even do anything about it. I don't even know why. And they get on the ship and then they're like, where do we find the dinosaurs? And she's even looking at a map in the middle of the ocean of the land of the like area of where they're at. And she's like, he's like, what are you doing? And she's like, just looking for where dinos might go. And I'm like, in the middle of the ocean. (laughs) How are you going to see that on a map? But that's the beauty of this movie. Okay, this is I I did get lost here, but I did too. But of course, somehow the dinos happened to be on the ship they're yeah, on. Yeah, they were already on the ship. They just moseyed on up back onto the ship, and or been, they were already there. And they were on the ship for like a whole fucking night, and they didn't hear the fucking T Rex in the, the bottom gi- of the fucking ship with the giant nest. Yeah, and the mega T Rex. Like what? But whatever. This is why it's so bad it's good. Oh, are we to the nest scene yet? Yeah, I mean, they, they did go down to the nest, and they start pumping. He's like, are those yeah. te- are those eggs? And he's like, <laughs> him and the girl start pumping eggs, like, with the shotgun and start shit. Start shooting eggs. Yeah, and they're popping and shit like fucking critters or something like that. I like that, because then the, the chick's like, what are you doing? Don't! And then all of a sudden, around the corner comes Mega T-Rex, the yeah. biggest dinosaur ever. You mean animatronic puppet yeah. T-Rex. Roar! The... It's all pissed off because it's little baby eggs. Yeah, like they start shooting, and then and then and then the uh, one of the Polchek gets his arm removed by the mama hand puppet. (laughs) (laughs) So fun. And then there was another scene after this because they get away from the T Rex or something like that, and they go down a hall, and they're all like scared and freaked out, and they shoot rats but these rats oh yeah do not look like rats they're the size of medium-sized dogs and they look like fucking children's like stuffed animal happy creatures it looked like a stuffed possum <laughs> like not like a like a taxidermy possum it looked like a stuffed animal that was a possum oh my god that was so bad it was it was pretty bad i was like why did they so even fun, add that yeah, into the was, movie that was so pointless oh there's there well, there's creatures on ships. There's just regular creatures. We need to put this on the ship. Yeah, why don't we just shoot these stuffed animals that are rabid? You know what? I just had an idea. You know what would have been awesome if they would have done this to the, the movie? If they would have put them on a Scientology ship <laughs> with the dinosaurs, like the dinosaurs needed to go nest on the Scientology yeah, well, ship. Yeah, well, first of all, you're never going to get a, you're never gonna get that off the ground because Scientology would sue the shit out of you. Oh, we would call it something else then. We would call it like... Or fucking kidnap you you and fucking like <laughs> you know or bury you no, i don't they, know they won't do that they're they've they're losing money they're losing their rep like yeah. they're not gonna be a lot might be from all the murdering and fucking like <laughs> <Right>. kidnapping <laughs> 
Anyway, I'm sorry. I just uh, had a thought. But they plan on to pull a, like a deep rising and blow up the whole ship with C4 in the fuel line. But they use a batch to pop Mama Puppet Rex's head first, which is kind of funny. I thought that was cool. Anyway, there was like neat chunks flying oh, off of yeah. it. It was kind of cool. I was like, why is the the dino should be dying. The T-Rex should be dying. Well, and then it's just down to the scientist lady and the colonel, mm-hmm. Rance, or whatever his name is, and they jump off and fall in love in the water after yeah, it blows up. Nowhere, because you gotta have, you know, because there's a woman on the ship that has to, he, she has to fall in love with somebody. Right, because that's what their purpose is. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, I hope you know I'm joking, but... Oh, God. Uh, so then that wraps up the movie. But no, wait, there's still one last scene <laughs> left. And this was kind of cute. I thought it was a fun ending. This is what sold it for you, is that they show the stay calm. We'll be <laughs> right, right back. back. Guy. That guy. He's still upper. tied up after this whole a whole day has passed. <laughs> and this motherfucker is still tied up in the back of the cop car. And you see a fucking raptor come out of nowhere and, like, and kill him. Yeah. Which is cute and just stupid yeah like you know for a movie that makes really no sense logically it's so convoluted that you don't even care it's a fun movie right and i really it was such a fun movie it's entertaining but you know like if you don't have a stomach for that kind of thing and you don't laugh at the stuff we're laughing at you probably want to stay away from it i really enjoyed carnosaur and carnosaur three and i really wish if i watch them again it will be those two backs back two out of three ain't bad no it's not it's not i mean the averages by by the averages alone if we watch the two next movies in the future there would be one good one one bad one i hope so because then it would be three good movies two bad ones Right. That's my prediction. What do you think? I hope so. Do you think that makes sense? How many Howling movies is there? Oh, too many. (laughs) And how many good ones is is in the Howling? Uh, Don't make me go back over that. (laughs) Okay. I talk about that shit way too much. If you guys want to hear about Howling and and our misadventures of of fucking Howling Universe, you can go listen to all of our episodes from last year with Brittany and I. I think it was Brittany and I, right? I think so. I was lucky enough I didn't have to do that. Yeah. I I didn't even sit and watch them with you. I think I had one person do like one of the episodes with me, some other, one other person, but yeah, mm-hmm. check it out. See what you think. <laughs> I ain't going back over it. That ship has sailed and I ain't fucking ever riding it again. No, well, I probably will in the future. Right. So pretty much wraps up these movies. Yeah. And we don't know what we're going to do next week, guys. So, um, there, well, there's a couple of ideas that we right, have, we but, have they're, ideas. but they're such like these movies aren't coming out until Friday. And yeah, we do record on Saturdays usually, but I would have to do a video that day, and I would also have That's to do lot. fucking a movie. So we're thinking about doing Fantasy Island as a video and doing Joe Bagos, who was the director of Bliss. Oh, God. But, 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 but this is more of a, a straightforward movie, not a... Oh, not, not an artsy-fartsy movie? No, no. It's, it's more... It's got similar style, but it's more gory. So I've heard. But it's called okay. Veterans of Foreign War or VFW. It's coming out on the 14th. So happy Valentine's Day. And then we would go see fucking Fantasy Island. Fantasy Island. Uh, maybe. 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 Yeah. I don't know. We'll have to see what we're going to do. Okay. I, I, I do want to watch Fantasy Island, though. And I, I think a too. lot of people are curious about it, but not curious enough to go see it. 
necessarily. It not as in a majority of people. So right. I think it would be a good idea for me to review it uh, if we can. So, but we'll see. We'll let you guys know. Make sure you stay locked to our Twitter, our Facebook, our fucking Facebook group called Do You Love Horror? Our Reddit. I try to keep up with that. I'm trying to add new stuff on there if you guys follow that as well. So, um, but yeah. All the social. All, All the, the social stuff. And our YouTube. Don't forget. <laughs> anyway, uh, thank you guys so much for coming by for our volume two of Ridiculous Ors. I think it was fun. It was fun. Happy Valentine's. Yeah, I hope you guys have a really great, lonely, sad, and depressing, uh, I mean, happy, fun, <laughs> joyous uh, Valentine's Day. No, seriously, uh, do something fun for you if you don't have somebody else to do it with. We like, love you. Yeah, we love you guys. And uh, as always, long live the void. to Beyond the Void.